Welcome to the end of a long road. <laughs> 100 episodes as of right now. Mm-hmm. Around episode, what was it, 50? I started to think, how far do you want to go? And I started to think, mm-hmm. okay, maybe 70. Okay, <laughs> maybe 80. Okay, maybe 90. You know what you never see? You never see an episode of anything, a season of anything, last over 25 episodes mm-hmm. and this is well over 25 so I thought let's get to 100 25 yeah let's get to 100 call <laughs> it in it call it an end to one at 100 mm-hmm. and then have two be episode 101 and I think it's hilarious that anyone especially Apple that, can, mm-hmm. that anyone can call a group of episodes of a podcast a season mm-hmm it's just that's just, just funny to me. But a there season are... is supposed to be a year, like in terms of like right. shows and stuff. Yeah. Now, and it, it and it's allowed me to look back on the previous ninety nine episodes and wondering where did I start and how far along did I come from? Mm-hmm. And let me say this. You were just telling me that you that you were looking back on things you wanted to touch on and things yep. you might have missed. Let me say this just so everyone hears it. You've <laughs> done you've done way more research than I have ever done on ninety nine <laughs> episodes before this. I mean, there are some things that I wanted to know more about, so I did some history.com and look up some articles and stuff like that. Yep. Well, you just did way more episodes than anyone has anyone I know has ever done. Well, it's because the first episode that I co-commentated on, we were talking about a um, we were talking about a subject that I thought I had a good amount of knowledge about, but as we were talking, I realized I didn't know as much as I thought I knew. Leave it to me. Leave it to me to bring something up and go. Wait a minute. Maybe there's something we should think more about. Mm-hmm. Um. There are, and we'll get into, and 
be be aware, everyone. This is pretty much going to be a Lisa episode, <laughs> given that yes. she's going to reviewing a lot of the things that I just 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 flushed away and forgot. But this mm-hmm. is a lot of things I'm just looking back over the episodes that I really thought were really cool, mm-hmm. and that I'm glad I did. And mm-hmm. I did, I did. Now my producers have told me a lot of what I've done have been there's been a lot of repeat topics and a lot of mm-hmm. things that have recur- like recurring characters recurring topics oh yes and things that i really enjoy and the most common the three most common recurring topics mm-hmm. are my beloved city mm-hmm. las vegas yep um dinosaurs the t-rex and velociraptor mm-hmm. specifically and db cooper mm-hmm. and I was just things that are just very, very interesting to me. Yeah. And Vegas, I know, has come up three times on the episodes that I've been on. Okay. Yeah, I keep I keep bringing it up. I love the city, just like I love <laughs> Seattle, but just in a completely mm-hmm. different level because I live here now. But, mm-hmm. um, and D.B. Cooper, like I said in previous episodes, that just is extremely mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah. And the Buzzfeed you know, Unsolved has an episode on him. What has an episode on him? Uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Okay. But you know what's really interesting? Historically, what I found out, and D.B. Cooper is episodes 93 and 94, um, what what um, I've really found out about him is that there was never, in, an enti- in, in American history, there was never anyone known as D.B. Cooper. He doesn't... Mm-hmm. D.B. Cooper, by that name, does not exist. Yeah. His his name is Dan Cooper, mm-hmm. and that's that's the name he gave mm-hmm. to the airport in 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 Oregon. He gave the name Dan Cooper. So, and then when a newspaper was reporting on it later on, they for either they didn't hear Dan or they heard Dan mm-hmm. and screwed it up, mm-hmm. and they and they made the A end of Dan. They made it a B, mm-hmm. and so he became DB Cooper. Well, that was never his name. Yeah. So it's, like, very interesting. And there's a lot of things I just wanted to touch on. There was one... Um, there was one episode that I did. Uh, it, has to, it has to do with space and looking beyond our universe and looking beyond our universe, beyond our solar system. Mm-hmm. And it has an intro that my producers found from Carl Sagan. And mm-hmm. it's my pride and joy that I love that that Carl Sagan did the lead in, and that was really cool. Not just an edited voice, his actual voice mm-hmm. in his actual recording. And I did a, that. That is that is very important. Um, the stuff I did on uh, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 84 was What's Up Doc, which is, I called it What's Up Doc because it sounds like Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about Doc Holliday. Um, who's, his name was actually, his name was actually John Henry Holliday, but mm-hmm. it's not Doc Holliday. Um, he was called Doc because he was a dentist and he died of tuberculosis. But, um, and, histor- and historically, and from what I've heard, all the of all the people who were in the OK Corral, 
-hmm. He is known throughout the West as being one of the worst shots in the West. But the only people who entered, of all the people who entered the OK Corral, he was the only one who hit all of his targets. Hmm. And that's just, that's just very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did something called the Ballad of Thomas D. Cat. And if anyone, anyone who knows about, anyone knows, knows who that is. Mm-hmm. If like, think about it, think about who Thomas D. Cat is. Tom, Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his name is actually Thomas D. Cat. And if you mm. think about it, Thomas D. Cat. Yeah. Jerry is Jerry A. Mouse. Jerry a mouse. Mm-hmm. So, very imaginative, Hanna-Barbera. But <laughs> um, I did a lot of things which you inspired. There was an episode I did on um, Tony Spilatro mm-hmm. and the gangster. And he was, and he was, called, the, he was called the Ant. Tony the mm-hmm. Ant, because Ant is part of his name. Mm-hmm. So, Tony the Ant, and I thought, well, how can I creatively, what can I creatively name this episode? So it's called it's episode eighty two called Ant Man. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling you get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. So, and the one thing that's always that's always um, perplexed, not perplexed me, always gotten, perplexed me in the sense that um, I've wondered how we've gotten this far in anything mm-hmm. and not seen more equality yes. than we should have had. Mm-hmm. We, there, and this is the only time I'm going to mention anything political because political, mm-hmm. I don't want politics any part of this. Yeah. Or, or I'm going to call it, I'm going to borrow from a friend of mine. Um, I don't want politics to be any part of this, nor do I want any talk about the bug. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, leave it for someone else. Yeah. But the, when, I, when I saw the speeches, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris said, mm-hmm. I may be the first woman in this office, but I will not be the last. Mm-hmm. And my reaction was, you better believe you won't be the last. <laughs> Because not because if I have mm-hmm. anything to say about it, there'll be a long line of women after you in that office, mm-hmm. and there'll be women presidents. There should have been women pre- women presidents centuries ago. Yeah, I mean not centuries. You get know what I'm meaning. Mm-hmm. And decades. So, right? It should it should have it should have happened. I know, I know countless people who are more adept at the position than <laughs> anybody who's ever held it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you of that. And Mm -hmm. so I've wondered why, since I've seen it, Mm -hmm. why was, I'm going to bring this up again, Life is Strange. Mm -hmm. Why was Life is Strange the first game that I know of to feature LGBT characters? To feature not LGBT, not just LGBT characters, Mm -hmm. but prominent lesbian characters. And I remember seeing this going, Mm -hmm. it's about time. Like... Yeah. What's so, wrong? What's what's wrong with you, society? Get up to speed here. It's about time. So my research was about the history of LGBT representation in video games. Um, so I have a rough timeline of a lot of the major points, the major firsts, the major like big series that introduced LGBT characters. 
do you want to take a guess as to the date of the very first uh er, i have to put a bit of an asterisk here but the character that is thought to be the first lgbt character in a video game unfortunately because of the time that the game came out it has to be subtext and not actual text so but do you want to take a guess what year the first game came out with a suspected lgbt character I want to put it back, and anyone who actually knows this answer, feel free to post in the mm-hmm. in the in the podcast uh, Facebook community. Um, I want to say, uh, hopefully, hopefully it goes back to the 1600s. But yeah. I know, I know it doesn't. It, like like um, Victorian First video game came out either late 60s or in the 70s. Okay. With. With a su- with a subtext. Mm-hmm. Well, the first video game, um, the first one to actually have characters and not just pixels. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just it. This should have. So it goes. Ba- the first goes back to the sixties. Mm-hmm. Do did did you find anything that that says? what it is or what the game was oh the first video game yeah what it was so people can look it up i i don't remember um it's something in the vein of like pong it's oh. not pong it's something else i think but okay hmm huh. and i i remember you showed me the along with because we were talking talking a lot about mm-hmm. life is strange i remember you mm-hmm. showed me I the, the the scene of the Tracys mm-hmm. in in Detroit, and I thought yes. that was and I thought that was that was really cute. Mm-hmm. That was that was awesome. And also, you, I'm the one with ADHD, but you're the one that's just like, oh, all these other things. Yeah. Um, well, it's just I'm. That was, <laughs> it's just I don't like like some people see. Some people can see one thing and acknowledge that there's different other prospects to it. Like people other see, mm-hmm. I don't see, I have never been able to, and I've always been raised this way. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to see, I, okay, this is going to come out wrong, but I've never been able to see uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And that comes out wrong because I know people are unique and I've been able to see that. But yeah. I've always been taught and raised to believe that people are, everybody is different and difference is what makes the world turn and what Mm -hmm. makes the world go round. And someone said, I forget what it was said. Someone said somewhere that, that love is granted towards every, given to everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's given to everyone regardless of the sex of the person or regardless of anything mm-hmm. and everybody everybody and so I've been, I've been able to believe that and raised to believe that and mm-hmm. when I see so in my head when I see people I people making out or a couple holding mm-hmm. hands a couple holding hands it's like 
I'm just sorry again. This has come out wrong, but it's mm-hmm. so what? I mean, that's yeah. the that's what they're a couple. That's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And yep, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. that two men are holding hands or that two mm-hmm. women are holding hands. It's mm-hmm. or two men or two women are making out. It's just it's it's irrelevant. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're supposed to do. That's what that's what love is. That's what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do when you're in love with someone. And it's just I've always I've kind of I've always, I've always reacted with with so what? Mm-hmm. Like why are you people? And the thing that like like I said before in previous episodes, the thing that irritates me really irritates me is that how anyone could see something this simple as being a problem mm-hmm. yeah because it's not it's just mm-hmm. not you have so many things going on in your life that you're picking something as insignificant to your life as this mm-hmm. it's not your life it's their life and yeah. they have as much right to it as as you have a right to your own significant other so mm-hmm. yeah i will say though that the uh, history of LGBT representation in video games does go back a lot further and a lot more, I guess, than I expected. It's yeah, it goes back. It goes back a lot farther, a lot farther than I thought it did. I thought mm-hmm. it. the The only thing, and this could just could just be because of what I've been aware of. Mm-hmm. The only thing I've been aware of is the first game. To prominently, like I said, the first game to prominently feature, to prominently feature prominent lesbian characters was Life is Strange. I actually have on this on my timeline the first game that we know of, um, the first game that my sources know of, um, where you play as a lesbian, and it's not Life is Strange. Huh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, let us get it out there. Let us know what it is. So, um, it's it's called Caper in the Castro. Oh, it's an indie game. So it's um, er, it's an indie game. It was uh like it wasn't like a big thing. It was spread around through message boards when the internet was in its infancy. It came out in 1989. Hmm. Or no, uh, yeah, 1989, I was right. For Mac. Not even PC, it was Mac. Um, You play as a lesbian detective whose drag queen friend has gone missing. I have a feeling, I have a feeling I know why. Society. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't look up, like, the actual premise of the game. I just know the, like, very basic thing of it. Um, It's considered the first LGBT game. Um, But again, it was... Most most of the representation in video games from the 80s and 90s um, are from indie, indie games. And again, even up to today, a lot of the games with very prominent representation 
are made from are made by indie creators. It's just that indie games are a lot easier to make and a lot easier to publish and a lot easier to spread to a wide audience now than they than it used to be. So a game like Undertale, which was made by like three people, would have never had the massive platform it has now if it had come out before um, before it did. Well, because of the technology that was avail- would have been available to it, that would mm-hmm. have been available to the developers at the time if it came out earlier. Yeah. If it came out when it did, they had the technology and the stuff that was available to them to release mm-hmm. it probably the way they wanted to. Yeah. Exactly. Because early con- er, early ways to play video games, like you had to have a console and a cartridge that were specially made, or like it was not easy to make and distribute. But um, I think it was Steam, the um, computer program Steam, that really made it easy to get your games out there. Is is Steam the reason why? Is Steam what's killing um, GameStop type stores? Yes. Well, Steam, well, all of the um, companies, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, now have um, online stores where you can purchase games and download them straight to your console. So Steam is a part of it, but um, all of the gaming companies are involved. Well, it's why not? That's mm-hmm. how. That's how you're gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Did you? So what else? You said you went back and you were going. Were you're, you're going back through things that we didn't touch on, that mm-hmm. that you that you wanted more clarity on, or things that you wanted to 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 talk more about or to finish more about. Um, I was also thinking about um, the second episode that I did about um, the history of um, of uh, Marvel. Um, but once I started, or once I realized how much I had for the history of LGBT uh, games, it's just like it would have to be a whole nother episode if you wanted to to revisit the Marvel topic. Well, get in if if you can, get mm-hmm. into it, get into it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Get get into it or touch on it as much as you can. Uh, things things that you thought you knew mm-hmm. and things that are that are that are different. Things that are are actually what the actually what the way they are. Things that you thought mm-hmm. and things that through your research I found out are not quite what you thought they were. Um, I will say to I will also say that um, a statement that I made before I can uh, amend it to be more accurate. Um, when we were talking about Twitch streamers, I mentioned uh, Lucagen being bi. Um, I I don't want to get into the whole uh, debate about bi versus pan, but you don't have it, to. Yeah, but Lucagen actually um, uh, uh, stated herself to be Pan. Okay. Um, which, I mean, the difference between Bi and Pan is small, but... So there's... It's small. Yeah. I, I've, I've been told... I've, 
I I have I don't believe one way or the other, mm-hmm. but I've been told I've been told it's small as well. Yeah. And there's. But some some people who identify as either bi or pan are very particular about which one they identify as. So I just wanted to make that little amendment. Yeah, it's there's and there's a lot of things about. Oh, maybe you know because I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I thought the next best research would be you to know. Mm-hmm. So why is it called? Because we all know why DC Comics is called DC Comics. Well, at least I know why. Detective Comics. Right. Detective so, Comics Comics. Right. It's called DC Comics. So it's called, like you just said, Detective <laughs> Comics Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, where did, where did, why is it Marvel? Like, where did Marvel come from? Did, did, did someone like Jack Kirby or Stan Lee say, hey, that's marvelous? Um, I don't know, but I... Can look it up? Yeah, probably <laughs> pull it up on Wikipedia. Yay, Wikipedia! We did, talk, we did talk about how Marvel used to be Timely Comics. Oh, before, yeah, before, long before Disney got a hold of it. And, mm-hmm. and that strikes me as being, that just strikes me as being kind of funny. Not bad, not good, not really particularly anything. But that just strikes me as being kind of funny. You can go to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney anywhere, and mm-hmm. you can strike it. It's just you can walk through and see Mickey and Minnie and and Goofy walking down the street or walking down, and you can hang out with them, and then turn the corner and fight a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. So Marvel Comics was actually the title of the first comic that Timely Comics published. So, over time, Marvel Comics changed from being the title of the comic to the publisher. And they just... And that's that's just how it got to be Marvel Mm -hmm. Comics. Yep. And how... And why Disney... How Disney got a hold of it and took it over. Mm -hmm. I, I don't... I don't know why that is. And here's something that's kind of interesting if you kind of think about it. If you go to recently, I should say maybe two or three years ago, we went up to, we went down to visit my parents who who winter in Florida, mm-hmm. just outside of Tampa. Mm-hmm. And we took a big family vacation. We went up to Universal. And Universal Studios in Orlando has... Um, superhero i feel a cough sorry everyone i feel like a co- i feel a cough coming <laughs> up the back of my throat <clears throat> moving the microphone away from my mouth <laughs> there's a marvel comics dc whatever superhero land mm-hmm. in universal mm-hmm. <clears throat> it makes me wonder or think Mm-hmm. Did they come? Did they get that before they Disney bought them out? Yes, yes. So um, the uh, Marvel Superhero Land at um, Universal Studios uh, Islands of Adven- Islands of Adventure. Yes, Islands of Adventure. Yes. Yes, um, I've been there. It was fun. Um, that was built way before. I say way before. It's probably like at most a decade before. Um, uh, Disney got a hold of Marvel. Um, 
And when Disney did acquire Marvel, there was a little confusion about that island in Islands of Adventure if they would have to retheme it, stop using the Marvel characters. But Disney said, like, basically said, no, as long as you keep the um, Marvel to this this little bit here, or this little bit, then you can still use the characters for your rides. So. I, I was just, like I said a couple years ago, I was just recently there, mm-hmm. and I was just taking my time walking walking around the, the main street, mm-hmm. and <coughs> I passed under the roller coaster that I will never ride, ever. The Hulk oh, the Hulk. Incredible Hulk? Yes. I hate that roller coaster, and God bless you if you yeah. like it, but that it... It makes me sick to my stomach. When I went, I was in fifth grade. I was not riding any roller coasters that went upside down. Um, Literally, the only rides on the Marvel Island that I rode were the um, tea, the like teacups. They were the Sue Storm X Men rides. Basically, just the teacup ride. And um, the Spider-Man ride. And the Spider-Man ride, I actually got scared on. So I had my eyes closed through a good chunk of it. So I didn't actually get to see the full ride, experience the full ride, until I went to Universal Studios in Osaka, Japan. And actually, when I was in high school, so I was actually able to, to keep my eyes open. I remember I used to I was the same way when I was younger I never liked upside down coasters that that mm-hmm. just that that was never my thing mm-hmm. and then as I got older as I started to get older I love them I yeah. love upside down coasters except yeah. if the thing that gets me is the why going back to touching on what I touch on a lot Vegas the mm-hmm. roller coaster at the New York New York which I call the Nini because mm-hmm. if you look at the New York, New York, mm-hmm. it, it says Nini. Yep. N Y N Y. It says Nini. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I don't ride that roller coaster anymore because if you're riding a roller coaster, the roller coaster, unless it's wooden, the mm-hmm. roller coaster should be smooth. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't shake yeah. you like it shouldn't shake you like you're in a, like you're in a paint mixer. Yeah. And it's like yeah that. that- all of the that one and then also the roller coasters and circus circus were all really rough yeah that i i don't i i never have i don't like those roller coasters i don't like mm-hmm. that it just and the and the you can associate it with us quite frequently or is the big shot ride that's on the top of the stratosphere mm-hmm. in vegas that it kind of yo-yos you up and down Mm-hmm. And it's like way to it's like way to give me vertigo to mm-hmm. make my brain slam against the bottom of my skull and then yank it straight back up. Mm-hmm. It's like no, that makes me dizzy and it makes me really sick. Yeah. So, but and that's why I didn't ride the why well, I've never ridden the Hulk in Universal Studios. But anyway, mm-hmm. as I was walking underneath the Hulk, mm-hmm. the Marvel Heroes Parade started, mm-hmm. and it started with Marvel Marvel Heroes riding. A, or like three wheeled motorbikes. Mm-hmm. And it was well, Captain America mm-hmm. and Wolverine. 
Okay. And all well known for riding motorcycles. The only person who actually looked remotely like her, like the hero, was was Black Widow. Mm. Yeah. And I remember chuckling. I remember seeing Captain America go by and go. First of all, whoa, that guy's a little too close to me. Mm. And and second of all, is that what Cap- is that guy trying to pass as Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> I probably like, saw a better Captain America lookalike in costume at Emerald City Comic Con. Okay. I I got a picture with a guy that looked a lot looked a lot like a like younger thinner Chris Evans. See, that's that's never been going. Uh, we said this. I know we said yeah. this before in a previous episode. To me, Captain um, Captain America, Chris Evans is not Captain America. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans is Johnny Storm. Yeah, and. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is mm-hmm. not Hal. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. So it's it, it it just any other and who was and who was who was his who is his love interest in Green Lantern? His wife, Blake Blake yeah. Lively. Yep. Okay. I just I just got that. Okay, that just came back to me a little bit slower than normal. But <laughs> I was gonna. So I wanted I wanted to do episode 100 and have it be like a special episode for the 99 that came before it mm-hmm. and try to rehash and try to let you go off on things that you might remember and yeah. things that you might have might have misled or mm-hmm. mentioned things before correct things mm-hmm. but next one and I kind of wanted to do it like maybe this is the end of an era cuz mm-hmm. the ni- the 100th episode and I was, and one of my producers asked me, she said, if, if season one, season quote, season one is going to have a hundred episodes, what are you going to start season two? Mm-hmm. Are you going to stop season one at 99 and start season two at 100? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, because then season one would have 99 episodes <laughs> and not 100. So you have to start two at 101. Mm-hmm. So... Which is what I'm gonna do. Uh, I have to figure out what what the topic is gonna be, and I have had a lot of questions on how how I add things in. I usually record them, mm-hmm. record an episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then sometimes as I'm recording, I have an idea of what I want the lead-ins to be. Like you heard, you'll hear mm-hmm. when you go back and listen, you'll hear at the beginning of this episode the lead-ins being Donkey Kong. Because I've never done the Donkey Kong stuff, and I wanted to put Donkey Kong at the beginning of an episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I'll record something, and then I'll have an idea of what I want the intro to be or the lead-ins to be. Yeah. And sometimes I'll put something on the front of it, like a segment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do that. Not almost 99, 98, 99% of the time, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. But I'll say to my producers, "This is what I'm thinking." This is what I was curious about the opening intro can be. Can you find anything about that? And they'll go in and they say, hey, we found this. Or can we add it? And I said, yeah, go ahead. So, mm-hmm. and they they add in all the all the intros and stuff like that. And if there's any editing to, the, editing to be done, they'll do that. Um, when, I, when I start an episode, I have it set up so that then when I start an episode... They get a notification on their phones, like a little, you know, that Apple, like, ding, mm-hmm. that Apple alert. And they get a notification that tells me I've started. 
or I've started something. And then they can go in through the app and look at the levels and check mm-hmm. the levels and see if I'm coming across or see if you're coming across, which is probably what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, and they try to adjust it if they can. And then they add stuff in and do all sorts of cool mm-hmm. stuff. So, but I generally try to keep it 30 minutes, 30 minutes or under. And I just see right now. Mm-hmm. So we're a bit over that. So I just, um, I just sent you a picture of the uh, notes that yeah. I was. Yeah. I just, I up. just saw that pop up. <laughs> hopefully you didn't, hopefully you didn't hear that because as, as I'm recording, I heard a little ding in my <laughs> ear. So hopefully that didn't come across. There might've been some keyboard tapping noises earlier. Yeah. Yeah, but but I want it, I want it known to everyone that this is this is this is why Lisa is my co-host and a moderator a moderator in their community. You've done way more research than I've ever done. So, Three sources. Yeah. So first one of them was Wikipedia, but uh, which is not to say that I don't do my resources. I do do quite a bit, mm-hmm. but. So thank you all for sticking around. Thank you, Lisa. Stick around for there's going to be an episode. Season two will be episode 101. So stick around. And thank you, Lisa. Thank you, everyone. Stick around for a little mm-hmm. bit more on the end here. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast. Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. go to Vegas, visit the best places all around the Strip and all around downtown or all around the surrounding areas, check out the best vlogs for Vegas anywhere on YouTube at Brar Frederick over on YouTube. B-R-O-R Frederick, F-R-E-D-R-I-K over on YouTube. Go over to Brar Frederick. Subscribe to his channel. Click that bell icon. Click that Hit those those like those like up thumbs. Give give Brar a follow. Give Brar a look. You'll really love what you're seeing. He's an awesome streamer, the best Vegas streamer, and the best thing to watch while you're in Vegas before you go to Vegas, just to experience Vegas as a whole. Please join me in supporting and giving to the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project. When you donate to the Pride Foundation, you join thousands of supporters building a better, safer, more equitable world for LGBTQIA people and their families. Every gift, whether $1 or $1,000, makes an impact for real people and ripples outward into our communities. There are many different ways to join and help the fight. Also go on to their websites for the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project and donate and help in any way possible. The Trevor Project offers support and help for LGBTQIA youth all over the country and all over the world. Please show them some love and give them some support.